Hey, I'm Leslie Myrick. I'm an adventurous, organized, and enthusiastic interior designer based in the Atlanta, Georgia area. My mission is to help high-achieving moms bust out of their boring homes. This is the podcast version of my weekly Instagram and YouTube live show, Bust Out of Boring. You can catch me live there every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Ready for actionable advice to create a kick-ass home you love? Let's bust out of boring. Hey, everyone. Leslie Myrick here. Welcome to Bust Out of Boring, episode 90, How to Become an Interior Designer. Now, the way I did it is just one way. There are many. So I'm really going to tell you how I became an interior designer, what that path looked like, and how I got from a kid who kept rearranging her bedroom all the time to someone who owns her own design business. So I am one of those people, you probably hear designers say this, like, I just knew all the time since I was a kid, I wanted to be a designer. It's true. It's just been one of those things that I have been interested in and passionate about. I couldn't have put words to it as a kid, but, you know, I can remember being about five years old and asking my dad to move my bedroom furniture because I was too small to do it on my own. I told him exactly where I wanted things and he would push that furniture around and I would restyle and put all my books back and make my bed. And I did that over and over and over again when I was a kid. It's just something I love to do. And I've always, I guess, inherently understood how good it feels to live in a space you love and that truly reflects you and your style and your personality. So as I grew up and headed into high school, this sort of was the direction I knew I wanted to go. I think Trading Spaces launched around this time, which of course I was like, hells yes, this is what I want to be doing. The show is incredible. And so I ended up really focusing on art and design in high school. Of course, took the regular boring classes too. But, you know, I did as much art and creative work and graphic design and things like that. Anything that I could kind of just get more experience in that creative headspace, that is what I did for my time in high school. I ended up going to college for interior design, logical progression, as you may have guessed. I got my degree, or rather the Canadian equivalent of a degree here in the U.S., close enough, whatever. I got trained. (laughs) I went to school, basically. And then the real learning happened on the job. I got a co-op position. You might call it an internship, but basically right out of college, I did a two-week co-op at a design firm in Toronto, and I got hired. And so I didn't even have a day off from school. I jumped into this co-op, I got hired, and I immediately started working as a junior interior designer, which was really hard. It was a small firm, and it was very much sink or swim, trial by fire. I had a ton of responsibility put on me, which as a 21-year-old new graduate from a design school was an incredible blessing. The fact that I was able to you know, do more than what a junior designer typically would get to do. I wasn't just running and getting people coffee and putting samples away. I was actually deeply involved in the design process from start to finish. And that was an incredible education in and of itself. Now, that's a pretty straightforward path. And that might work for you. It might not work for you. So what if you are already a grown-up and design is something that you are super interested in, but you feel like it is too late? You know, you didn't take the art classes. You didn't get a design degree. You're almost 40 and you have three kids and you just have this creative stuff in you that wants to come out. I really don't think you need a degree to be an interior designer. 
I want to clarify, though, it doesn't mean you don't need to be educated in design. It means you don't necessarily have to go the typical traditional path of high school, college, get a degree, get a job. I really think there are many other ways that you can educate yourself on space planning, on building codes, on human dimensions and ergonomics and how people fit in spaces, what kind of space you need from a dining chair to a wall to make sure that people can get in and out. There are actual rules about this and guidelines and things that are incredibly helpful. So even if you don't choose to go the typical design school route, know that learning the basics, understanding space and how to do technical drawings, how to communicate your ideas on paper, whether it is, you know, 3D renderings, maybe it is two-dimensional drawings, floor plans, elevations, cross sections, all those things you do need to know. But there are amazing resources out there, paid and free, to help you learn these skills. I want to just reiterate that you don't need a degree to be a designer, but you do need to educate yourself because it's easy for someone to be able to pick a sofa and a rug that go together. Great. But if you don't understand scale and proportion and there's not enough clearance for that sofa, you know, people to walk around the sofa or, you know, the drapes aren't long enough or they're the wrong fabric that really isn't the right material for the use that they have been put in, then you're making a mistake just because you haven't taken the time to actually educate yourself. So please, please, please don't be afraid to dive into this work, even if you don't have a formal degree, but understand that there is a lot to learn. And I really do think that working for another designer is the best way to do it. I worked for others for 10 years before I launched Leslie Meyer Garden Design. It was the best education I got hands down. Design school is great, but I really feel like as a creative designer, you kind of either have it or you don't. And an education is going to hone that, help you, you know, get the technical skills, help you get the communication skills, help you develop that even further. But it's not going to give you that innate sense of balance or scale or style that you already have. And now, of course, there is the additional aspect now of being a business owner, not just being an interior designer, but actually running a design firm, having to keep the lights on, as it were, and keep a business going. And I will say design is maybe at best half my time. And that's if I'm really busy with clients. Ordinarily, I would say, you know, even 60% of my time is spent on business. It's, you know, interacting with you on social media and the podcast and writing blog posts and marketing and newsletters and speaking engagements and networking events and doing all the things to hit the pavement, to meet people, to share what we're about and connect and find those ideal clients. And as the principal designer and owner, I'm lucky if I spend half my time actually doing the creative stuff like that and really sourcing, picking furniture and fabrics. I hate to burst your bubble, but it's probably only like 10% of my time. It's really not that much. It is the fun part. And I love when I get there and it's, you know, we have a new project and it's a great client and I can dive into the creative stuff, but it's not all of it. So I just want you to know that, that if you do want to become an interior designer and you want to own your own business, you're not going to get to design as much, but I do think the skills you learn help you really grow as a person. And that's been so valuable to me is just learning how to be a business owner. I don't have a business degree. I have a design degree. So I was useless starting this company, but I've come a long way in five
designers. And that is due to the 10 years I spent learning from other designers and the three years I spent in school prior to that. So I have a big passion and heart for encouraging new designers, especially moms who are coming at this as a second career. I actually coach new designers on this exact thing. So if that's something you're interested in, please reach out to me. You can get all the info at lesliemeyer.com slash coaching. Would love to be able to help you. I've helped lots of women go from design to something I love to holy crap, I left behind a 10-year accounting career and now I have this business. Anyway, that's my story. It's straightforward and fun. And I love what I do even 15 years after graduating. And I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm going to keep showing up here every Monday and just keep connecting with you guys. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate that you take the time every week to show up here on Instagram and YouTube and also the podcast. If you have design questions I can help you with for Bust Out of Boring, please let me know. You can always email me, leslie at lesliemeyer.com. And of course, I will be back next Monday with another episode of Bust Out of Boring. I'll see you then. You are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing part of your busy day with me. If you're digging Bust Out of Boring, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate you taking the time to share Bust Out of Boring with other ambitious, professional, and high-achieving mamas like you. If you want more help busting out of your boring home, you can grab my free interior design budget guide, kitchen design checklist, and more free resources at lesliemeyerick.com. While you're there, you can also find out how to work one-on-one with me for your design project. See you next Monday.